What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Ronald, I know I didn't speak to you yesterday, but uh, I'm very, very confused and sorry about your Cowboys. Yeah, I'm not too surprised. I mean, I thought the Jets were going to come out and play well because Sam Darnold was back, and they certainly had a lot of energy. And uh, the Cowboys just second straight week where they just got off to a horrible start and didn't have enough time left. And they're just playing awful. I mean, they do have a lot of injuries, but still no excuse. Uh, you know, they were out the two tackles. Cobb was out. Cooper got hurt. They got hurt in the secondary, but they're just playing terrible football over the last three weeks. And, you know, what, I expressed my concern before the year, and even when they were 3-0, my biggest problem is Jason Garrett. And I don't know if you saw the clip, but the players were coming yeah. off the field. Did and you see was, the Twitter? Yeah, it was a gift that nobody, he wasn't even, they weren't even go, clapping, uh, slapping his hand. Yeah, I mean, and Des Bryant and Terrell Owens were making comments about that. So those are guys who have been there and, and seen Jason Garrett. So I think the voice is definitely not being heard by the players. And Jerry Jones continues to sit there say, yeah, he's fine. Although they're starting to say that it's getting a little bit close. To, is it Garrett's fault when his linemen are out and Cooper's hurt? I mean, I can blame Garrett for a lot, trust me. But you can't blame him for that. Yeah, but you the way they have played, they have looked horrible. They look uninspired. And I just think that it's time for a change. There's too much talent on this team to be mediocre. You know, they he's been around a long time. They have not taken that next step. So, yeah, there were injuries this week, no question about it. And they're not the same without the offensive line. But – it's still a major problem here with Garrett, and I think it is time for a coaching change. And, you know, you hear teams say it all the time. Oh, yeah, Darnold was saying, yeah, we knew exactly what they were doing on defense. The Rams said it in the playoff game last year, 
And you're also starting to see, it was Romo who said it, you're, the, these, this offense has the imprints of Jason Garrett on it. So we were all what about excited. What about Chris R Richard? What do you call him? Is it Richard or Richard? What, how would you pronounce his last name? Do you think he should be the guy, the interim guy? Get rid of Garrett and, and Brent, let him see what he can do? Yeah, you can do that. I mean, I just think they need a change for sure. I just, uh, the thing that Des Bryant said was there's way too much time spent on meetings and not enough time on allowing players to heal. So, again, he's been there. He's seen it. So I know maybe he's bitter because they let him go, but, you know, there's probably some truth to what he's saying. So I, I do think they need to make a change uh, for sure. Can I tell you the other team that has to make a change? Freddie Kitchens is terrible. That guy yeah. has no clue what he's doing. I mean, he is just out outmanned. I mean, outbrained, and I know that they kept him because they thought they wanted continuity. But this is a mess. You don't you don't hire somebody as your head coach so Baker Mayfield has continuity. The last time this happened, and I'm sure this sticks in my brain, was when Tampa Bay hired Dirk, Dirk Cutter because they were afraid of losing him. That never works out well. Yeah, I mean, the Cle Cleveland, they're just a mess right now on just so many levels. And that was a game they actually came out and got off to a lead, and things were looking good, and then just fell apart once again. And uh, now they have a bye week, and when they come back, they face New England. So uh, Good luck with that. Right. Yeah, it's, it's pretty ugly for that team right now. Yeah, I mean, look, I want to blame Baker Mayfield, and I think I can on some of the stuff, but some of the, the balls are like going off his receiver's hands and going right into the, uh, the midst of the opposing team. That happened like at least twice in that game. Yeah, Hilliard bobbled a pass late in the game. Uh, he's still not played well, though. Uh, you know, he... I, I, you you can't use him in fantasy anymore. I mean, I see him on the waiver wire in an online uh, championship you, league. You think it was a great – I mean, I look, I guess getting rid of Duke Johnson makes sense, and you thought that you could use Hilliard at least till Kareem Hunt comes back. But let me tell you something. When, when Nick, Nick Chubb is one of the great running backs I've ever seen, most teams would kill for a guy who's doing what he's doing, and the Browns still can't win with that kind of running game. Yeah, it's just uh... – a lot of mistakes offensively, defensively, they're not as good. I mean, Seattle's a good offensive team, and Russell Wilson continues to do his thing. But, man, that was a, a, that was a game they needed to win, I felt, at home. I don't know if you read, there was a report, why didn't Rashard Higgins get in and Freddie Kitchens like, well, Antonio Callaway had a good week of practice. Higgins is one of those guys that is so understated because he's like Albert Wilson. He's always in the right spot. Adam Humphreys, you need guys like that. Antonio Callaway doesn't even know where he is. When Kinchin said that, I was done, Ronas. Done. Yeah, Callaway's made a ton of mistakes. He obviously had that key blunder the week before that led to an interception and pretty much turned the game around against San Francisco. So, you know, he flashes at time, but we see a lot of mistakes from him in the wrong place, running bad routes, drops. Uh, so it has not been good for Callaway. All right, speaking not been good, I think the refereeing has been really, really sketchy this year. This is as, as bad as I've ever seen. And I don't know. I don't want to say it's fixed, but, man, last night's game, Lions and Packers, felt fixed to me, dude. Yeah, terrible calls against Trey Flowers, no question about it. I, I think the officiating has always been bad. The thing is now we see replays in slow motion from all different angles so it looks worse I think it has been bad it's just that now everything is magnified with all the TV angles we have and you know we're seeing it in slow motion we're watching it like five times and making a judgment uh when you're watching it full speed you know mistakes are going to happen but yeah it was pretty bad last night especially 
to decide a game, and you could understand why the Lions are upset. I mean, the Lions should also blame themselves. They came out flying early in this game, and they settled for way too many field goals, and we all knew it was going to come back to bite them. I mean, they dominated that game in the first quarter, and look how many field goals they settled for. So, uh, you know, Lions could have done a better job, but you could understand why they're upset today, and we see it in every game. I don't know if you saw the pass interference. They threw a pass interference flag uh, on the, the Texans against Travis Kelsey, and then they picked it up. And I don't know why, because Kelsey was tackled to the ground. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the referees are making some sketchy, sketchy calls. Calls that, that seem to turn the tide late in games. I mean, illegal use of the hands. Couldn't we call that on every play? Seriously, on every play in football, couldn't we call that? Yeah, and I mean, it wasn't even to his face. It was right around the neck shoulder area. So that, that should not be a penalty. And uh, I saw Trey Flowers interviewed after the game, and Give him credit. He kept his composure, man, because I would have went nuts. And he still had his uniform on, his uh, shoulder pads. Everyone else was out, and he was just sitting there looking all sullen and answering the questions. He's like, uh, he did a good job because I think a lot of people would have blown up and gotten fined. Look, there was another play earlier in the game when Tracy Walker hit Allison. He was going for the football. Yeah, I mean. He was going the, for the what, what do you want the guy to do? How is else is he going to catch it? Yeah, that was definitely not an intentional, vicious helmet to helmet. He was trying to intercept the ball. And I think the official said if he did, they still would have thrown the flag. I'm like, really? I don't yeah, know, man. Crazy. It's, look, I get in the NBA how the good players get the good calls. And the NFL feels the same way. Brady and Rogers get the calls, Ronis, I'm telling you. All right, we'll take a quick little break. We'll be back right after this. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are back. We are full-time fantasy. Dr. Roto along with Adam Ronas. And check us out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 or RONAS50 for 50% off your first two months. And um, let's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm seeing, it's funny. I'm looking at this uh, picture here on the uh, Twitter sphere with uh, Deshaun Watson. I was really impressed with them that game. And I know that you, we talked about this on Friday. And I said to you, if Carlos Hyde runs for more than 80 yards, they're going to win. And Carlos Hyde ran a muck, and I think the Chiefs have to be pretty nervous right now. Yeah, and they have a short week as they'll play Thursday night in Denver, who has now won two games in a row. And we did see Mahomes struggle in Denver last year. So, yeah, the Chiefs definitely have some concerns right now. But the Texans came in. We've seen now three weeks in a row uh, teams basically run the football, keep that offense off the field. Uh, the Chiefs, I think, had the ball for 20 minutes in that game. Uh, they barely had it. Mahomes was still able to produce with three touchdowns, but Texans just grinded out the clock. Uh, certainly was the smart thing to do, and uh, they came through with a big victory. I mean, that's a huge win for the Texans, now four and two. Huge win. And by the way, i got to give you credit, Ronas. You said Tyreek Hill. I gave you a bunch of guys who are like, Hill or this guy, Hill or this guy, and you're like, Hill, Hill, Hill. You were 100% right. He looked fantastic. Yeah, I mean, again, and I think he played 50% of the snaps. I don't care. that uh, The guy I said, one play can make your day. And he had two big plays, one down the field. You know, you play him. Now, on the flip side, I didn't say, feel that way with Hunter Henry. You know, I got a couple questions. I'm like, eh, it's a night game. Not sure if he's going to play. They said if he's going to play limited snaps. He was unlimited. Why are they lying for? Like, that? it's just, it's so annoying with Hunter Henry. No, and, because I think the thought was if they were winning, they would have been limited. But when they were losing, they had no choice. Yeah, I don't know, man. They were down 21 nothing at that Can point. Can I tell you they looked terrible? They, the Steelers yeah, looked they really amazing. Did. The Chargers looked terrible. Yeah, they looked bad, and uh, we talked about this. That was going to be a Steelers home game. It's embarrassing, man. I really feel bad for the Chargers. You know, it's kind of – it's got to be deflating when you come out of your home stadium, which is a piece of garbage anyway to begin with. It's a soccer stadium. You know, you, you leave a, a fan base that was good, and now you deal with this, and you have to come out and see a bunch of Steelers fans in the stands? It's just terrible. Uh, how, does Anthony Lynn, how does Anthony Lynn have a job? I mean, it, it is so apparent that they miss Austin Eckler. 
when when Eckler was out there before Gordon, this team had you could say it felt like they were energized. Now that Gordon's there, I don't know. It feels like the game has slowed down a little bit, not in a good way. Yeah, Gordon has been really bad, uh, which is bad. I guess not too surprising considering he missed the time and they were definitely better with Eckler. I think I saw. I don't know if this is true. I thought I saw this that the Chargers have been favored in every game this year. I <laughs> mean, and they're two and four. So they're just overrated, dude. And Mike Williams finally had a decent game. I mean, look, I'm excited. How, how does Keenan Allen not getting involved? I mean, he's been, your glue. He's been getting double teamed a lot. Uh, so that's that's part of the reason defenses have been given a lot of attention to him. And their offensive line has problems. They have injuries. Rivers doesn't have time. It, it's it's pretty bad right now for for the Chargers. I don't know. I'm not trying to disparage people, but I feel like. I look at an Anthony Lynn and I say to myself, when going is get tough, this guy doesn't have the answers, right? It's like Jason Garrett. There are no answers there. The, the answer is this guy sucks. When I look at Bill Cowher, I would think this guy could figure it out. There's Joe Gibbs could figure it out. The great coaches had another gear. These guys are just like, get rid of them, get the next guy in. They're not special. Nope, definitely looks that way right now. All right, we're moving forward. It's waiver wires, and let's take a look at some quarterbacks. Is there any chance that you think that Josh Allen's available in any leagues? Because his schedule moving forward for the next five weeks is magical. Yeah, he's probably available in some, uh, probably not competitive leagues, but I think I saw the ownership was, was it 50% on Yahoo, something like that? But, yeah, if he's out there, certainly he's the guy you want to get. Maybe some people did drop him because they were on buy last week, but – the schedule is great for the Bills at head. I mean, they're such in good shape. They're four and one, and they've played they could be well. Ni- they could be nine and one, dude. It's still the Bills. I don't know if they will be, but uh, you know, they're not going to beat Miami. Tw- they have to beat Miami twice and Redskins. They have those three of the f- next five games. I mean, they should, but you know, it's the NFL, man. Crazy things happen. I think Sean McDermott is a great coach. I'm saying it now. I th- I think he gets the uh, the most out of the least. Yeah, I think they're. Imp- I like what they did on offense, adding John Brown and Cole Beasley. I think those were good additions. And Allen is still inaccurate, still takes a lot of chances downfield, but he is checking down a little bit more and be- and being able to move the chain. So uh, I-, I think you c- you're certainly going to be looking at a lot of bills over the next few weeks. I mean, Dolphins, Eagles, Redskins, Browns, Dolphins again, and the Broncos. It's pretty good schedule for them ahead. Is this a Devin Singletary week finally, or is this still a Frank Gore week? I think it's more Gore than Singletary, but I'm waiting and waiting, and I know a lot of people out there are waiting on Singletary. What's your prognosis this week? I think it's going to be both. I mean, they're playing Miami. Miami's dreadful against the run, so this could be a a game where you see both uh, heavily involved. If they can control the pace, uh, they are favored by 17 at Holmes. So, yeah, I know, right? Who would have thought before the FI told you the Bills would be favored by 17 over any team? You'd be like, get out of here. (laughs) I didn't know they could score 17 points in a game. All right. Do you think Sam Darnold is out there in leagues? Because that's another guy with a good schedule. Yeah, not this week, though, against New England, although I think the Jets are going to play very well this week. Uh, my, again, New England has not been very impressive. They do have the extra rest coming off the Thursday night game. But I have a who feeling— do you th- Who do you think New England shuts down? Robbie Anderson. They're going to put Gilmore on Robbie Anderson. So you shut down Anderson, and so you let Crowder and Lev Bell beat you? Yeah, I mean, uh, you're not going to put Gilmore on Crowder in the slot. So, I mean, yeah, are they going to focus on Bell, too? Sure. And they've been pretty good against the run. But, uh, it, yeah, it'll be Bell and Anderson. All right. So, basically, Crowder and Herndon could have good days. So, cause well, you, we, so you like we don't know. We don't know if Herndon's going to play. 
I think he will, but I mean, can is 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 Darnold to Crowder crazy contrarian and daily, or is that just stupid? It's a Monday night game, oh, so okay. it's not on the main slate. So on the Monday night showdown, I might do that. Uh, I don't know, man. Darnold, I saw his career numbers against New England; they're terrible. I went the way that the, it's contrarian for sure. Uh, again, I think the Jets are going to play well in this game. I, I think they have a shot to win. I don't know if I'm going to Re- pick them. Really? Yeah, I do. I do. Do you know I played the Jets defense everywhere this weekend at fifteen hundred bucks against your Cowboys? I'm sorry to say. You know what? I forgot about it. They got one point though, right? I didn't scroll all the way down. And still, I totally it was forgot. it was still worth it because I got a, I got other guys in. Yeah, and this was a week where a lot of defenses didn't put up big points, so it worked out. Right. The the big injury that hurt me this week was I played. I had two lineups. One was Austin Hooper, and the other one was Will Disley. So any lineup that Hooper I won, and any lineup that had Disley I lost. Yeah, I like the two tight ends this week. Uh, talked about it on a Friday. I went Hooper and Andrews. I had Hooper Kittle, but then when Kittle was a little bit iffy with the groin, even though I knew he would play and I left him in season-long league, I said, all right, Hollywood Browns out. I'll go to Andrews. So uh, I thought that, that this was that a worked good out. to go two tight ends. Yeah, yeah, that worked out. All right, let me give you a guy, Ronas, and I know when I say this, you may want to throw up in your mouth. Just play Tannehill. He can't be worse than Mariota, can he? Yeah, I mean he can. the guy, or it can be as no. bad. Yeah, really, it can be as bad. He threw an interception last week. I don't know, man. What are you going to play him for? What? Like you're going to in season? Is he? Well, I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, people are desperate. There's this is a bad bye week week. It is, bro. Oh my bad. god, I'm playing. I'm gonna. So in our GST league, I'm five and one, and I'm going up against Salfino, who's five and one. My top three draft picks are all on bye. Yeah. So, I'm in a league where I have McCaffrey, Godwin, Samuel. I've got like five guys on by this week. Yeah, I don't even care if I win or lose. I, I wrote lose. it in the, the waiver wire article. I said this is the worst bye week so far. Yeah, for sure. I mean, honestly, I'm giving up a win in that league. I just don't care. I, feel, I figure I'll just let it go on. Yeah, I'm worried too. I feel like uh, in some leagues, like it's, I feel like I'm taking a knee. I'm actually not. Obviously, I'm going to make moves and do what I can, but I just feel like I feel helpless in some But I don't want to waste money for one week, though. Like, I don't want to waste 200 fab dollars just for one week when I'm probably going to lose anyway. Yeah, it depends. I mean, if, you're, if your season's on the line, you have to do it. But if you have a good team and you're solid, yeah, I, I see your point. You don't really need to do it. I think it's all context-dependent. Right. No, no. If I was two and four, I, I would do what I had to. But you got to play four, week to week unless, right. it's, unless total points uh, come into account. And a lot of leagues don't. I mean, we talk a lot about... The online championships and the FFWC World Championships where points matter. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of leagues out there where they don't. It's it's strictly record. And it sucks. But, yeah, those are the rules. I just, I'm look, I'm throwing it out there. Tannehill at home against the Chargers. The Chargers are terrible right now. Defensively, they're terrible, too. This, the Steelers look like they could have won that game by more. They stopped playing. Well, yeah, they had the third-string quarterback, so they played conservative. Yeah. All right, take a quick timeout. Back with more waiver wire stuff right after this. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, 
your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
All right, we are back. We are full-time fantasy. Dr. Roto here with Adam Ronis. Oh, my, th- this is interesting. I just got a, um, I got a text. That's not a birthday text, Ronis. This is, a, this is a life text. I think this is an interesting one. Oh, yeah, by the way, we didn't say it on air. It's Dr. Roto's birthday today, so happy birthday, Doc. I had said I, it to you before the show. I appreciate it. 25 twice, Ronis. I'm only 25 in my mind. Hey, that's what it is. It's all, it's mental power, man. If you feel young, that's all that matters. Hopefully your body uh, believes the same. <laughs> it doesn't. Trust me, it doesn't. All right, so this guy is a huge Lions fan. To my family, friends, and meager 85 Twitter followers, today I'm officially ending my fandom of the NFL. No more viewing or fantasy football. The integrity of the league is in shambles. I'd rather follow my wife around the outlet mall on Sundays. It was a good run. That's emotional. You would rather not do that. I'm telling you, next Sunday, you won't do that. You'll be back in front of the TV. Everyone I don't blame them, though. I don't blame them. That's a horrible loss. Again, we've seen it all the time. I, I just think that the officiating has always been bad. It's just that now with social media and all the instant replays and, you know, everyone was watching that game last night. If that game was on a Sunday, there would be outcry, but it wouldn't be as big as it was today because everyone was watching that game. So everyone is talking about it. There's egregious calls left and right every single week. I saw a a stat on the NFL Network today. We talked about the pass interference challenges. There's been 38. Only four have been overturned. And coaches now are to the point they don't even want to challenge because they know it's not going to get overturned. I forgot. I don't know if it was Patricia who said that, but someone said it. They're like, well, they're not overturning anything, so what's the point? And I agree. I mean, you're kind of wasting challenges at this point. No, I I think that's absolutely, absolutely true. You know they're not going to overturn it. Why waste a challenge? I feel that a lot. Sometimes these guys challenge things. You're like, you know they're not going to overturn it. Just let it be. I mean, I know that you get angry and you're impulsive. And the guy upstairs is like, oh, challenge, challenge, challenge. But you know you're not going to win most of these. You know, I've said it for a few years now. I think the NFL is a bad product. Uh, I really think the other sports are better. But it, the popularity is still there because of fantasy football and sports betting. It's a bottom line. <sighs> it, it, you know, do you think, well, look, we talked about this before. The NBA is, not a, is, is a great product, even though I don't like the ga- how the game is being played. The NFL feels like a poor product because the game is being played poorly and being officiated poorly. No, it is. And, you know, the biggest argument that I was getting from people year after year, the last few years in the NBA, oh, well, we know who's going to win. It's Golden State. You can't use that excuse anymore, man. It is wide open this year, so it should be a fun year. Because there's no dominant team. I mean, you, you can make a case for several teams winning the NBA championship this year. There's no more excuse. We, people would tell me, like, oh, why watch? Golden State's going to win. Well, first of all, they didn't win last year, so that's why you watch. And, you know, there's exciting games every night in the NBA. I mean, I don't know. I, I know I'm a huge NBA fan, but I like no, no, every I- sport. I, I like every sport. So it's not like I hate the NFL. I hate baseball. I don't watch them. I watch the NBA a lot. The people who chime in don't watch it. I know for a fact they don't watch it. They're just like, oh, I don't want to watch because Golden State's going to win. But there's good NBA games every night. There's a lot of garbage NFL games week in, week out. We play, what, 16 games when everyone's playing on Sunday? Oftentimes, there's only one or two really good games. No, no, I agree with that. I think the problem with the NBA, it's not not the garbage games. I think that the guys just don't play well like they used to, and they don't play as, as a team. And it's a lot of pick and roll and a lot of isolation. You know, but there's still, I agree, on, on the most part, there's still some good games. But if we go down the list here, are you excited about the Rams and Falcons? Are you excited about the Jaguars and Bengals? Are you excited about the Giants and the Cardinals? I mean, I could probably go through two or three more games that are just not very good. 
there's just a lot of mediocrity right now. I mean, really, when we go over and we've kind of touched upon this the last couple weeks, I don't even know who's a good team anymore. Like, the Patriots are 6-0, but have you been impressed with them this year? I haven't. I mean, they defensively, yes. Well, yeah, defensively, they've been excellent, but offensively, the, they did nothing against the Bills. They weren't even that impressive against the Giants either. You know, they, they picked it up in the second half. I mean, the Bills are 4-1. and one. Are they that good? I think they're solid. The Ravens are 4-2. and two. I don't think they're that good. The Texans are 4-2. and two. They have flaws. I mean, the Chiefs— Actually, the Texans are better than you think. They have had a tough schedule. I, yeah, I don't know, man. I still—Watson's been held to less than 200 yards passing twice. I'm just saying they've had a tough schedule. Okay, they went against the Saints. Ja- is Jacksonville? They're not that good. The Chargers? I mean, you were trashing them before. The Panthers— with Kyle Panthers Allen. Panthers are good. They, yeah, but it was a 16-10 game. Panthers are good. The, the Panthers' defense is good. It's okay. They're okay. Their pass they, defense has been very good. And they gave Watson no time to throw that football. Oh, look, and, I'm just saying the Texans have played better. The Jaguars are not a bad team. I've seen bad teams. The Jaguars are better than a bad team. Yeah, they're mediocre. Right. Other teams would have, the, Card- the Cardinals would aspire to be mediocre. Bengal fans would kill for mediocre right now. Now the Cardinals are two, three, and one. They win this week. They're three, three, and one. Dude, the Falcons are are really bad defensively. That's maybe yeah. one, that's one of the worst teams I've ever seen. Yeah, you can carve them up, man. They're pretty bad. But I mean, there's just I mean, Green Bay is five and one. Are they that good? No, no. Look, the Lions should have won yesterday for sure. For sure, the Lions should have won. I know. I think I think there are a lot of bad teams right now. But I'll tell you, a good team, San Francisco 49ers. That's a good team, Adam. They are. I mean, but are they? How good are they? I mean, they're good. five and zero, and they're playing very well right now. But uh, this is another team that uh, do they have an impressive win? I mean, they are uh, swarming on the ball defensively. They swarming. are swarming, okay. and they, offensively, they are running the football as well as any team I've seen in the last five years. Okay, against the Buccaneers, where I think they had two defensive touchdowns. We know Winston is prone for turnovers. The Bengals, okay, they're one of the worst teams in the NFL. The Steelers with no Ben Roethlisberger, and they won that game by four. The Browns, who are an absolute mess right now, and the Rams, who I guess we thought they were good, are but are, are, are we? The, the problem with the Rams, their offensive line is very, very bad, man. That and is no booms out. No booms out now too. And he wasn't even that good. But you take him away, they lost two guys in the offseason, and the guys that they had last year who were playing well are not playing well yeah, at but, all. But you know, but this goes to your point. How outside of the Saints and the Patriots? And maybe one or two others. How many good teams are there for the 49ers to play? They're playing the Redskins this week. They're going to win by 10. Yeah. Then they play the Panthers the next week. They That's have a Seattle. good game. They have, they have the, their toughest games left are Carolina, Seattle. They play Green Bay. They're in Baltimore. They're at the Saints. So uh, we'll see. I mean, those are some interesting tests. I mean, look, they obliterated the Rams. So I'm going to give them a lot of credit. They've been impressive. There's no question about Wait, it. Can I stop here for a second? If the 49ers have the best run defense in the NFL, which they do, Jared Goff only throwing for 78 yards. What's, what's crazy about that game, they came out on the first drive, and I think they ran the ball every play, culminated with Robert Woods' end around. Yep. And I don't know what happened. They didn't run the ball as much. If you saw Henderson, he actually looked explosive on a couple runs, and they kind of need that speed in the offense out of the backfield right now, and I don't know why they didn't use him more. But, uh, yeah, their, their offensive line is a major problem right now. It's so funny you said that. You know sometimes you see a guy and he just looks fast in the backfield? Yeah. It's like Eckler. Eckler looks fast. Melvin Gordon looks slow. Sometimes it's the eyeball test. 
Yeah, and especially when you when your offense is doing nothing, okay? It's it's been awful. Like just try and get that ball ball in Henderson's hands more, whether it's a screen and I know they were disappointed with the way he ran in the preseason and maybe in practice he doesn't look great, but you finally gave him an opportunity during a game. Your offense is just dead. It's doing nothing. Find a way to put the ball in his hands. I mean, that's where you want to see McVay make the adjustments, and obviously his luster is really wearing off quickly. Yeah, I'm not sure that – it's so funny you said that. I, I, sometimes I think he makes good halftime adjustments. He made none this week. None. It's like, what was this guy thinking? Yeah, again, they scored on the opening drive, and that's it. The rest of the game did nothing. So, I mean, you know, definitely give the 49ers credit because they have been playing great defense. They've been physical. But come on, man, 78 yards now. The thing is, though, with Goff, he's got the Falcons and the Bengals the next two weeks. So I think you're probably going to want to use him. Yeah, you think? Right. <laughs> this is, yeah, this, uh, he's in my start sit column. We've got to go back to Goff this week, right? Yeah, Goff I to think you have to. I mean, it's, yeah. You have to, yeah. I mean, this is one where people are, are going to want to, you know, not play him because you hate him. Because no, they will, yeah, week. especially if you have him in a league and you see the numbers he put up. You know how most people are. I, cannot, I can't play him again. He's automatically in my bench. 78 yards, nah, can't do it. But you have to kind of look at the matchups here. And, again, Marcus Mariota had three touchdown passes in a half against Atlanta. What does that tell you? <laughs> Goff should have 27. Do I, need to, do I need to sell you any more? Yeah. And if dude, he, and if he, Kyler and Murray if he looked good. And if he can't do it, man, then definitely uh, alarms ringing. The Giants against the Cardinals. How many scores will Evan Ingram have this week? Uh, uh, here's, here's the thing. Patrick Peterson is back. Who does he face? Wouldn't you put him on Ingram? No, I put him on Sterling Shepard. Shepard might not play. Well, assuming you put Patrick, you think you put your a cornerback on a tight end? They Don't you put a quarterback on, on a wide receiver? What wide receiver, though, if Shepard's out? If Tate's Tate, going to be in the slot? Tate? Tate's also in the slot. And they, they also kind of, I don't know. That's the one thing, though. I, I think if I'm, if I'm Arizona, I might put him on Ingram. Well, they put nobody on Austin Hooper last week. Well, yeah, I mean, that's kind of been the trend this year. So, <laughs> By the way, do you, do you watch Red Zone Channel at all? Yes. Can Andrew Siciliano not call Calvin Ridley Riley Ridley every week? Have oh, you I don't. That? I don't have the volume on. So. Oh my God! Every week, Riley Ridley. I'm like, dude. I know Riley Ridley oh, was Riley drafted. Rid- he calls him Riley yeah. Ridley. He calls him <laughs> Riley Ridley because that's his brother. Yeah. <laughs> He's like yeah. a six stringer on the Bears. You know, come on, dude. It's not that hard. Not that hard to know a guy's name. Yeah. But uh, what about Jimmy G in waiver wires? Jimmy G this week? Yeah. Well, in general, <sighs> would you pick him up? The problem is he's just not asked to do a lot right now. They're running the ball so well, and their defense is playing so well. So that's the biggest problem. Uh, I think Kevin I Kevin Coleman like a, dropped the worst drop I've ever seen. Aaron Jones's was pretty bad last night. Oh, that was pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, dude, I'm worried about Aaron Jones. Remember we were talking about this two weeks ago before, you know, uh, the, the Cowboy game? They are playing Jamal Williams a lot. And I will say this, Jabal Williams actually did look good last night. That's probably the best I've seen him play in a long time. And Jones had a fumble and dropped that touchdown pass. So, I mean, do you think, is this a full-time show? Yes. And I'm mad because I put in a bid last week for Williams and I came up short, like Friday what, night. What'd you put in? Uh, I don't know, like 70, 80 bucks. And what, how much did he go for? A little bit more, man. <sighs> I could have used him. Mm, yeah, he's going to be pretty good. All right, we'll continue breaking down the waiver wire. We return right after this. DailyRoto.com. 
Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. We are full-time fantasy. Dr. Roto here with Adam Ronas. And uh, what, do you, what do you do on Tuesdays, Ronas? Do you start doing your waiver wire bids? Because what I do is I just start, I, look, I go down the lists and I just put guys in. I don't put money in. I just put guys I like in and let it marinate for a night. Yeah, it depends. I mean, I have uh, one league, two leagues that run tonight and then a league that runs tomorrow at noon. And the fishbowls at one. So I try to get those done first. 
and then I'll move to my Wednesday leagues, usually tomorrow. If I have some time tonight and it's late, maybe I'll start looking at it. Um, but I kind of I don't like looking at it one day and then coming back because then I kind of feel like I'm doing double work in a way. But it well, is... I, I go back because I don't want to miss anything. And sometimes because I'm able because I'm in so many leagues, I will miss. Right. You know, yeah. it, was, it was better when I was in three leagues. I didn't miss anything. No, it's true. Did you, oh, I didn't tell you my big miss. Oh, my God. So in the Sirius XM, uh, one of the dynasty leagues, I was playing Ray Flowers. And I'm winning by 20 points going into last night's game. I left Tyreek Hill and Jamison Crowder on my bench. Wow. Could you imagine? I ended up winning by 30, but I should have won by 130. I mean, how stupid was that? You, I mean, I got to be more methodical, dude. That was a big mistake. Yeah, you got to always check to make sure that, uh, you know, you got all your guys in. Because uh, people will forget at times. I normally do. I normally have it in my list. Let me go through this league, this league. But I must have missed that one. And when I saw that, I mean, seriously... He was up. I was up twenty, and I had Tracy Walker, and he had Valdez Scantling. And when Walker got, uh, you know, flagged, I was like, "Please don't throw him out of the game. I might lose this one." Yeah, good thing they didn't, because he certainly <laughs> didn't deserve to be thrown out. No, that was terrible. It was terrible. All right, what about Nikhil Harry? Is he a guy that you might pick up? Yeah, I put him on my waiver wire column, saying it's a deeply pickup. I think he can return in Week Nine. He's starting to practice. They have some injuries at receiver. We don't know the status of Josh Gordon. It looks like Philip Dorsett will be back. But they drafted him early. Uh, he's a big body receiver. Maybe helps in the red zone, especially since they really don't utilize the tight end much. I know I think they did re-sign Ben Watson, but I don't know if that's going to be the answer. So uh, in deep formats and you know our, our online championship, yeah, I would consider adding him because uh, uh, this week you'll, you'll get him relatively cheap, I think. So I, I was a little I confused about Ben Watson. Is it because Matt Lacoste got injured? I guess, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just don't I, don't, I don't think he's going to do much anyway. I like this Ryan Izzo kid. He seems to get open a little bit. Yeah, but they just, I just don't think the tight end in this offense is going to command a, a big target share. Uh, you know, and they have Edelman, they have White. Uh, Dorsett is actually, when he's played the three full games of Brady this year, he's actually been good. Brady seems to have confidence in him. Jacoby Myers looks solid. Gordon, I'm sure, is not going to be out that long. So that's the problem. We've talked about it. As good as the Patriots have been, from a fantasy perspective, there's not a lot here that you can count on consistently every week. I mean, it's basically Edelman. I can't even say Sony Michelle anymore. Uh, like people last week were telling me Sony Michelle had a good game. I'm like, if you're a Sony Michelle owner, last week was a nightmare. You had three goal line carries taken away from Michelle in a game where they were up big. So yeah, he had the great yards, but that's not what you drafted Sony Michelle for. You drafted Sony Michelle to score touchdowns and finish drives in a prolific offense. I don't see how you were happy last week. Brandon Bolton stole a touchdown, and Brady stole two. You know, you, you talked about the Patriots being a great team. The Patriots' defense has been great. I think the offense— They've been is, their best fantasy asset oh, yeah. this year. I think their offense has been good enough. Brady's done what he's needed to. You know, Burkhead had a couple of good games. Bolden's played well. Edelman is sensational. But, you know, they, they seem to just be a little bit better than what they need to be. Yeah. It's not great. Just, no, it has not been great. There's no question about it. I mean, again, they did nothing against the Bills. I mean, the Bills completely dominated that game. Is Josh Gordon shot? Oh, it's not good, man. Uh, I have him in one league, and uh, there's no doubt he's on my bench. 
right? I mean, look, I, dare I say this, they miss Antonio Brown. I mean, I think Nikhil Harry has a, has a pathway to playing time because I'm not impressed with Gordon. And if, and if Dorsett can't stay healthy, I do like this kid Jacoby Myers a little bit. But I think there's a spot for Harry if he can play well. Yeah, and they drafted him early. So uh, I think he's a st- – it's kind of diff- – you, you, we talked about how difficult a bye week this is. So it could be difficult in some leagues to stash him this week because you might be searching for a starter. You know, I'm, I'm really – one of the reasons I don't even want to go through it till late tonight is I'm kind of nervous about what I'm going to get. I'm, I'm a nervous that some teams are just going to be that bad at him. Oh, trust me. Uh, there, there's a couple where it's not looking good for me, man. So uh, it, it is going to be rough this week, I think. You know, I think there are players out there, but there are no running backs out there. I mean, and then the, one of the running backs I would tell you to pick up, Benny Snell, is, on is, not even a, is yeah, on by. I was going to say, yeah, I know he's on by. Right? I mean, who? And Mark Walton, trust me, I, I picked that guy up in five different leagues last week. He's not out there. There's not a lot out there anymore. No, there really isn't, um, especially at the running back position, because we really haven't had uh, big injuries. So, Is Brandon Bolden the best guy out there? I'm not. I don't want to touch him. You're basically praying for a touchdown. I mean, two weeks ago, he had one carry. I think last week he had, I don't even remember. He, he didn't have many. I know, but if I give you the depth charts, right? And I don't want to go through all of them, but I'm looking at it. There's most of these guys are not even out there. I mean, Chase Edmonds is on a team. I right. mean, in deep leagues, uh, Mark Walton is on a team. Edo uh, Smith is on a team. These guys are on teams. It's very rough out there right now. Uh, I see Walton is 45% owned in the online championship. So he is available in some leagues. Well, he's not in my leagues because I own him in other league then. In any league that he's in, he's either on my team or somebody else's team. And you still don't feel great about that. Well, I feel better than, I, than he's on my team than anybody else's. No, I know, but I'm just saying it's not like you go, oh, yeah, I got Walton. I'm going to start yeah. it this week, and I feel great. No, yeah. Can I tell you, do you know I, I will win the OC this year? Here's my prediction. I need two things to happen. I need, Alec, I need uh, Dalvin Cook to get injured, and I need either David Johnson or Frank Gore to get injured because I've got Madison, Chase Edmonds, and Devin Singletary on every team. Well, yeah, I mean, certainly possible late in the year, and then you get those guys, and uh, you're in pretty good shape. All I need to do is make it to the playoffs, Ronis, and if those guys get injured, boom. Because I, I think Alexander Madison could win somebody a league this year. Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, for real. I mean, he has looked really good. I mean, there are times when I'm watching, and I'm like, uh, is that Cook or Madison? Right, I know, I know. The only difference is that Madison looks a little bigger, but he runs the same, with the same speed. And you know they want to run a ton in that offense. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, the league I have Cook, I drafted Madison. So, uh, if that does happen, I'm prepared. Now, we have watched the Vikings air it out over the last couple of weeks. What if I tell you that the Vikings are just going to – Kirk Cousins going to throw the ball like 16 times this week? I don't know if they aired it out, but 29 pass attempts is not exactly airing it out for Kirk Cousins. But It is the- airing it out when he usually throws for like three – yeah, um, and it's funny, too. I think uh, Zimmer came out, and he goes, we threw the ball 29 times. You guys happy? I'm like, exactly. <laughs> so I'm sure he hears it a lot. But, uh, yeah. He's my, sit this, he's my sit this week, Adam. Who, Cousins? Cousins, yeah. yeah. They're not going to throw the ball against the Lions. They're going to run, 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 run. Yeah, I mean, look, you can't expect what you got last week out of Cousins. You know, we he had two good matchups against the Giants and the Eagles. You knew that they had to throw against the Eagles. So uh, they won't have to as much this week. Who do the Eagles have this week? The Cowboys. Sunday oh, night. it's a good week to play Dak. 
Back to Galifronis. I don't know. I don't know, man. No, if Cooper doesn't play, I don't know. I don't know if I'd play, if I, I love Dak this week. There was some stat where Cooper is better at home than he is on the road. Have you been seeing that? No, I haven't. But I don't think he plays this week. You don't think he plays this week? No, I don't. He's in. They said he's in pretty severe pain. They have a bye the following week, so I know it's an important game. But you need this guy the rest of the year. And uh, you see, they they did they definitely missed him last week. I mean, I think he's kind of the key to the offense. Everyone says Zeke, but uh, it's probably Cooper. I mean, think about it. Last year, once they got Cooper, that's when the offense turned around. So well, that's true. So you don't like Gallup this week? No, Gallup I like, of course. He's got a great matchup. I mean, would you double team him if you're Philadelphia? I mean, let Devin Smith beat you? Well, I see. That's the thing too. I don't. Uh, Devin Smith, I would think, has to be active this week, but he's been a healthy and active the last two weeks. And Austin's been out there, and Cedric Wilson. So I'm kind of puzzled as to why Devin Smith wasn't out there this week. But I would think without Cooper that you would want his speed against Philadelphia secondary. I'm looking at a depth chart here. I see Cooper 1, Gallup 2, Randall Cobb 3, Tavon 4, Cedric Wilson 5. I don't see Devin Smith anywhere. Well, yeah, because he's been an active the last two weeks. Cobb's the other guy, too. He could be back. So there you go. That's another guy that could get some targets this week. But he, he was out last week. That's a tough game. I mean, the, the Eagles are calling for the win. But, well, Doug uh, Peterson guaranteed it. Yeah, come on, dude. You can't say that. Did he really guarantee it? Did he say we're going to win next week? Yeah, he guaranteed a win, and then, um, that because Jason he knows Jason Garrett is soft. Yeah, <laughs> when Doug Peterson's calling Jason Garrett soft. <laughs> well, no, know. he did it. He did it. Say that. I don't want people to. I'm just saying in my mind. He's like, oh, Jason Garrett. Yeah, this team won't be ready. They're sulking. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a big game, man. For for both teams, obviously. I mean, look, whoever loses is still a game out, and it's still a long way to go. But uh, both teams coming off pretty bad losses and you know especially Dallas they were in position to really kind of run away with this division and they just fell right back into it can I give get a little credit for telling you that the Saints are going to do well without Drew Brees yeah oh definitely you you did say that and the schedule uh really came along nice and I think they beat the Bears this week I think they beat the Bears this week I do is Chase Daniel going to be the quarterback or Trubisky? Because it if it's Daniel, be it's over. I think Trubisky was practicing yesterday. Um, Is that better or worse than Chase Daniel? I think it's better, even though Trubisky hasn't been great. But, uh, you know, it, the Saints really didn't put the Jags away. And the Jags' offense was miserable. And miserable. they barely won that game. I mean, what do you, what do you think about Anthony Miller this week? Look, I've been kind of looking at Miller thinking, all right, his time is coming. He was banged up early in the year. I like the talent. So I would look at him maybe as a deep sleeper because he should be in the slot against P.J. Williams. So it could be a good week for him. I mean, when we're digging deep, I think I have him in one of our online championships. I've held on to him. Uh, I have to look and see if there's bye week issues, but I might be forced to put him in the lineup, and I don't feel as bad about it this week. I, I look, you don't want to start many players against the Saints the way they're playing defensively, but you got to think he has the, the better matchup. I oh, man, like him a little I, bit this week. Yeah, and I love Allen Robinson, but damn, he's going to get Lattimore this week. Damn it. Yeah, I don't like Robinson this week. I like, I like, look, if Taylor Gabriel's out, they'll go to Miller more, but I don't trust Trubisky. I think I'm, I'm, I'm happy with Chase Daniels there. That's probably going to be a 13-7 game again this week. Mm. Going to take the under in that one? I think it's 38-and-a-half, man. That's Oof. low. Yeah. Would you, take, would you buy six points and make it 32 and then take the over? I don't, I don't even feel good about that. 
<laughs> you don't know. No. That's that's terrible. Seriously, that's terrible. We should go. We'll go through that uh, this, uh, maybe Thursday with those with the numbers. Is there one game where it seems really high or really low to you? As far as what the, the over unders, I don't have it. Yeah, I don't have it in front the of the Rams. Me. Only favored by three in Atlanta. I know it's on the road. They've been terrible, but three. I mean, come on, they got to. What's the over under on that? Fifty four. Uh, it's got to be one of the highest of the week. It is 50... 54. I was right. Yeah. 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 I was. Uh, I was shocked. I well, yeah, because no, the, these teams can't play defense. I mean, you don't think that Julio Jones or Riley Ridley, I'm just joking, or yeah. any of these guys is going to uh, go for 100 yards this week or both? No, nah, they should, for real. Uh, this That should be a shootout. I mean, Tlaib is out, too. They placed him on an injured reserve. Oh. oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Who are their two guys now? What, uh, Peters and... Uh, oh, Peters is not very good, either. Peters yeah, struggles they're, a they're, lot they're, better they're, guys. They're, yeah, they're... Troy Hill. Troy Hill's not good, either. The Bears are favored by three over the Saints, and the over-under is uh, 38. They're favored by three over the Saints? Yeah. I don't know if I... I, mean, I don't think I would take that. I think I'd take the Saints. They're basically saying it's even because the game's in Chicago. I know, that's crazy. All right, we'll bring back with more right after this. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Adam, somebody has a good Twitter question here. Sell high on digs or hold? I think you could sell on them if you get a good deal. Because, I mean, I love the talent, but there's no way that's going to happen every week. We've already seen the down games with digs, uh, and they're not good. Like, I think this week's a down week. I think I would sell for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you can get something good, someone is definitely going to buy, seeing what he did last week, and like, okay, everything's fine now. He's back. So this is what we're going to get going forward. And we know uh, the floor is very low in this offense on a week-to-week basis. So uh, I know it's tough to trade a guy after uh, the three touchdowns, and he actually could out a fourth. But uh, if you can get something really good for him that is someone with a higher floor, I think you consider doing it. So Marty at Beamer Cleaner says, I'm listening now, guys, and just got a trade proposed to me. The guys offered me Brandon Cooks for dig. Should I take it? I don't know about that one, though. That's kind of lateral. I mean, to me, there's definitely concern with this uh, Rams offense right now. Right. Not sure we love that one. Rams offense. Not right. Well, I think I like Cooper Cup and Woods, too. I don't, tr- I don't trust Brandon Cooks right now. He's got six targets over the last two games. Maybe that's I mean, he I did leave. Him. He did leave the uh, Seattle game early. I don't remember what quarter it was, but in San Francisco, they pretty much shut every down and down. I mean, look, the other other games, he was decent, but it's, uh, I don't know. Maybe that, that's not terrible. I don't know if I would do it, but I wouldn't know. do it right now. I think you could get more for digs after that game. You can't get more than Brandon Cooks. I don't know if you can, man. I think people are well aware about digs and his inconsistency. So I, it depends on the savviness of your league. All right, here's a trade. My brother-in-law, for the first time in literally 16 years, asked, uh, basically asked me uh, for my advice yesterday. He, he, somebody wanted Le'Veon Bell and Stefan Diggs, and he would get back Barkley and Calvin Ridley. Uh, yeah, I'd rather have the Barkley-Ridley side. You would, right? Yeah. I told him that, but Bell has, a good, has some good matchups. He does, but Barkley is... Uh, the guy I'd rather have, assuming he's back healthy. That's true. That's true. I'm with you. All right, guys. This is Dr. Roto saying be well and take care. Keep it right here for another hour. Adam, who do you have coming up? Sean Childs at 3.40 p.m. Eastern. All right. Nothing like having the fantasy Rain Man with us. All right, guys. 
Full-Time Fantasy back right after this. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.